A highly improbable or extraordinary event, development, or accomplishment that brings very welcome consequences. A miracle. Okay, well, welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, this is going to be a little different today, as uh, I am flying solo today, uh, this being Isaac speaking, and um, I just wanted to bring a little story from Kentucky to commemorate the holiday of Christmas. So let's just delve uh, right into it. December 25th, 1809, Christmas Day. Ephraim McDowell performed surgery to remove an ovarian tumor from a woman named Jane Todd Crawford in his home. An abdominal surgery of this kind had never been accomplished before without resulting in the death of the patient. But Crawford had no other choice than to trust this Kentucky frontier medical practitioner. Without medicine or any antibacterial, McDowell began the surgery. So, how did we get here? Ephraim McDowell was born in Rockbridge County, Virginia, in 1771 as the ninth, that's right, ninth child of Samuel and Mary McDowell. Samuel being a veteran of the French and Indian War and the American Revolution, was uh, one of the, say, lucky families that got to take full advantage of colonialism and was given land in 1784 near present-day Danville, Kentucky. While his brothers all went on to have illustrious military careers like his father, little Ephraim, being described as studious at best and flat-out boring at worst, focused his attention on medicine. Instead of going to a medical school, as one would probably think he would do, McDowell began apprenticing, but he didn't do so till the age of 20. So before that, he was just doing uh, private studies. At the age of 20, he apprenticed for a physician named Alexander Humphreys back in Virginia. There, he spent two years. At the age of 22, Ephraim traveled across the pond and studied medicine at the University of Edinburgh in Scotland. There, he studied for another two years until the young man was forced to return to Danville, Kentucky, as he had run out of cash. A sentiment we can all relate to Ephraim. Upon his return to Danville, Ephraim McDowell, though young, found immediate success and opened his own medical practice. McDowell, perhaps through family connection, which just struck to me, he probably had family connection, which uh, yeah, helped him open his practice, definitely, but also helped him in finding love, he was introduced to and then married the daughter of Kentucky's first governor, Isaac Shelby. Isaac Shelby, a incredibly fascinating man, uh, probably somebody that I'd, well, actually definitely someone I would love to do an episode on. But getting back to Ephraim, McDowell heard about Jane Todd Crawford, as mentioned at the beginning, and was told by other physicians that, uh, get this, she might just have an overdue pregnancy with twins. 
This did not sit right with McDowell, and he traveled to Greene County, where Crawford lived, to get the actual scoop. There, Ephraim told the woman that she did not have twins, but in fact had an ovarian tumor. Yeah, much better. (laughs) He could remove it, he informed her, but she must make the 60-mile journey back to his home in Danville to do so. So he's asking this woman, who has an ovarian tumor, so large that people thought she was overdue pregnant, to travel 60 miles in the middle of December in 1809. So by horseback. And she did it. (laughs) It's the crazy thing. She did it. She didn't really have a choice. But uh, that's incredibly difficult. So... On Christmas Day, 1809, she was on the operating table of Ephraim McDowell. Legend has it that a group of men had gathered outside of McDowell's home in order to avenge her death as they uh, did not think that he could do it, um, with good reason, as no one else had ever done this before. That's something I should stress. No one had successfully performed the surgery that Ephraim McDowell was suggesting and lived. It had never happened. Either way, these men wanted to kill Ephraim (laughs) if, in their minds, the inevitable happened, which was her death. So, um, yeah, proactive mob. Anyways, all in all, the procedure took only 25 minutes. Minutes, mind you, that Jane Todd Crawford was fully awake for and completely conscious. The only thing she had to help her was a rag over her head. That was it. (laughs) But McDowell, through uh, careful incisions and um, some methods that weren't common at the time, successfully removed a 22-pound tumor from Jane Todd Crawford's ovary. 22 pounds. I'll just leave it at that. Five days after the surgery, Ephraim walked into Jane Todd Crawford's room to check on her. And there he found her not only awake, but up and making her own bed. This woman's really remarkable. 25 days after the surgery, a surgery that no one had ever lived from, Jane Todd Crawford returned home that 60-mile journey in the middle of January now. So even colder, she returned home in Greene County, Kentucky. And there, she would go on to live another 32 years. Ephraim McDowell became a hero, understandably. And he would go on to save others through the methods that he used on Jane Todd Crawford. He even performed abdominal surgery on eventual president James K. Polk three years after his surgery on Crawford. And surgery went well. Several of the women, uh, because it was mostly women that he would treat, um, especially, I mean, obviously an ovarian tumor, (laughs) which which kind of became his specialty, as he was the only one who proved that he could do it. Other people then studied under Ephraim McDowell or studied the methods that he used and eventually 
uh, the practice became much simpler and uh, much more refined. But Ephraim McDowell did treat several more women with tumors similar to Jane Todd Crawford's. And many of these women happened to be enslaved women, uh, which really just gives us one, one more reason to like the man. So I could go on more, much more about Ephraim McDowell, but I really just wanted to highlight this Christmas miracle because really it was a miracle, something completely improbable. No one expected to happen. And Jane Todd Crawford lived to tell the tale, lived for another 32 years because of Ephraim McDowell and on Christmas. So maybe it was a little Christmas cheer spread in there. Maybe, maybe that was, maybe that was the secret sauce to his success. But Ephraim McDowell passed away on June 25th, 1830, and was buried at the plot of Governor Isaac Shelby at his estate called Traveler's Rest, which resides in present-day Junction City, Kentucky. You can go and visit Traveler's Rest. Uh, it is a private residence, the home, but you can go and visit the grave plot, which uh, Ephraim McDowell was first interred at his body was later moved to more into Danville but you can go and visit that uh, you will see Isaac Shelby's grave there and uh, along with his family and it's actually a very beautiful site but today not only that you can also go and find a monument to Ephraim McDowell and his honor in Danville Kentucky as well as the local hospital in Danville being named after him a statue of him at the U.S. Capitol National Statuary Hall collection and a statue at the Kentucky State Capitol. There is also a museum within his old home in Danville that is listed as a National Historic Landmark. So you can go and visit all of those. But that concludes my little Christmas story. I uh, hope you all enjoyed it. And I hope you guys have a fantastic, fantastic, and very Merry Christmas. Love you all. Until next time. Bye.